0: Welcome to the Hey Soul Sister podcast, where Mel Histon will guide you through life's big questions and bring you one step closer to doing this crazy journey as best you can. This episode of Hey Soul Sister podcast is brought to you by the fabulous sponsor, What's on Newcastle? From the city of Newcastle, all you need to do is go to whatson.newcastle.newsouthwales.gov.au for all the best information about our city. Hey so sisters! I have my favourite psychic meeting to the stars, expert on soul connections, spirit guides, goddesses, and also my favourite psychiatric nurse, <laughs> <laughs> Rebecca Gibson here today,
1: Bec. Hello, thanks for having me again.
0: <laughs> oh, Bec, so if you listen to Hey Soul Sister regularly, you would have heard Beck, I'm sure, who's been on here many times, because one of the things I really love to do is explore soulful topics and... How we can use our knowledge around soul and spirituality to live the best life that we can, really.
1: Yeah. Good spiritual health means happier, more content life.
0: That's what we want. Exactly. That's what we
1: all want, isn't it? We happy- just want to be happy.
0: I think it's fair to say that most of us, that's what we want. We want to live a, a good, happy life, and we're on that journey trying to figure that out. And
1: yeah. Happiness comes within And you're not going to find happiness if you're not going to acknowledge your full self, which is mind, body and soul. So, yeah, that's hey, soul sister.
0: (laughs) Absolutely. So, I head back in here a few weeks ago and we recorded and have now released an episode called How to Connect with Your Soul. Mm -hmm. I have this thing where when I'm actually recording in the studio, I often forget what I've said. (laughs) And then when I listen to the episode... I'm like, oh wow, that's that's interesting. Yeah, I forgot I, I forgot about that, and I forgot about I said this or that person said that, and which is interesting because I did a talk the other day, and somebody reminded me that I had in a, an episode with the sex therapist had talked about my vagina. <laughs> <laughs> The things that come out on Hey Soul Sister that you forget. At <laughs> least it's authentic
1: and truthful. Yeah,
0: I've forgotten that I talked about that. That's in the <laughs> sex therapist episode, if you are curious about that. <laughs> <laughs> or if you're not, stay away from it. Yeah, so we released an episode a few weeks ago called How to Connect with Your Soul. And I was listening and I learned so much.
1: I'm surprised at the response that it got, truthfully.
0: Yeah, yeah. I, it got a really great response. So many people reached out and said, Well, I really needed to hear that. That explained a lot of things for me. So I said to Beck, Well, can you come in? Let's kind of do a bit more of a deeper dive around connecting with your soul and, and the soul versus the ego. Cool. Yeah, I love talking about this. So let's do a little bit of a recap before we kind of do the, okay. do the deep dive. So, Beck, let's talk about what is
1: our soul and what is our ego? Okay, so I talk about things in terms of consciousness because of my background in psychiatry. So I don't use similar language to say other psychic mediums because I come at things from a more human-based perspective and the quantum mechanics behind things and i love to know why things are the way that they are. So our body is our subconsciousness. It's kind of like our hard drive that stores everything that you've ever thought, felt, experienced becomes almost like coding and it's stored into your system. Plus then you've got all your ancestral stuff through DNA that's stored in your system. So that's your subconscious. Then your ego is your conscious mind and that's the part of us that keeps us safe. That's our humanity. It's what tells us when to eat, sleep, how to conduct our lives. It controls our free will And most of our decision-making all come from ego. Then we have our soul, which is our higher consciousness. That's the part of us that never dies. So when our human form dies, our ego goes with it, but our soul just goes on to the next life experience. And it's the part of us that's connected to source energy, the universe, God, the cosmos, whatever people want to put a word, a label to that energy that makes everything come alive and we're constantly expanding from that place so if you're using your higher consciousness deliberately most of the time to make your decisions and to delve within and heal like your traumas and all the things that you feel keep you back when you're working from soul you are more fulfilled, you're more content, you're happier, you don't sweat the small stuff as much anymore, whereas ego will constantly keep you in this state of thinking that you're not good enough, that you're not happy. That's where all our shadow comes from. Remember we did that episode on shadow? Yeah, which was an awesome one, our shadow side. (laughs) Yeah, our shadow side. So it's never going to die ego. It's part of our humanity. But... It tends to keep us small, whereas your higher consciousness, who knows much more about your life and your energy outside of what your ego's knowledge is, will guide you to places that are easy and in flow. And sometimes even if it doesn't make any sense, if you just trust what's coming through from your soul and you led by your soul it will take you to places where you just pinch yourself sometimes like i can't believe this is my life now it's so beautiful and wonderful
0: what i really picked up from that last episode was when you explained that really when we're coming from in our lives from a place of soul we're coming from love
1: absolutely and truth and authenticity
0: yes yeah and when we are coming from our ego or our ego is leading our life what's going on for us in that moment when we're coming from ego we're coming from a place
1: of fear ego produces fear and soul doesn't the free will will come from a place of fear too and that's that part of our humanity where we get to make choices and so when you're armed with that knowledge okay well i've got this free will i get to choose how my life is going to turn out then you want to make sure that Your soul's what's navigating your life rather than your ego because happiness comes from soul connection and understanding that you're an energetic being just having this human experience, but it's not the be-all and end-all of everything. It's just a bleep in your life. Let's get soulful on social media. Search the Sister Code Facebook page and follow us on Instagram.
0: So I found this really great article. It's called The Altruistic Soul Versus the Selfish Ego. And I love this. It says that it really is a bit of a battle. In all of us, the soul versus the ego, when we're coming from a soulful place and when we're coming from our ego, it really is a bit of a battle that we ultimately, you know, want to come from that soulful place. But it says here, the soul consciousness is really about being of service, about loving others, radiating light and treating all people, including yourself. With respect. Absolutely, yeah. Yeah. So, after, again, I listened to the episode, How to Connect with Your Soul, I really started to reflect on myself and was observing myself and have been ever since. So, Mm -hmm. I think that was about two weeks ago that that episode was released. Yeah. And so, I have been observing myself to try and go, okay, when am I coming from soul and when am I coming from ego? And... I'm going to share a few of those little examples of when I caught myself out. So I went to a a business retreat up in Brisbane and flew up there on my own. That was all cool. It's funny. Usually when I go to conferences or retreats, I take a girlfriend with me. I go, it's nice to hang out with a friend for a few days. But I went on my own this time. And the first night they had welcome drinks and dinner. And I went downstairs to where they were holding the drinks and I started to get these thoughts in my head. What if I'm going to be the first person down there? What if I don't know anybody? What if the people down there who I don't know, what if they won't talk to me? What if they don't like me? What am I going to do? Where will I stand? I started having all these fearful thoughts, mm-hmm. worrying about being judged. Yeah. And I caught myself and I'm like, hang on, that's coming from fear. That's coming from that little ego. And I caught myself, thank goodness, and flipped it and went, okay, no change that. I'm going to walk down there and I'm going to come from a place of happiness and love and go down and just be loving and and kind to people and see what arises. And so it totally changed the way I walked down into that space by catching it and changing those thoughts and going, no, I'm going to come from a loving place, not a fearful place. It totally changed my experience. I walked down and actually happened to be the first person there. Straight away, I was like, okay, well, number one, I didn't need to actually worry about am I walking into a room full of people. But I got there, turned around, and I saw a woman approach me. She was arriving as well. And because I was coming from that soulful place, like a kind, loving place, I saw her. And I thought, you know what, she's going to probably walking in going, oh, am I going to be the... First person there, are people going to like me? What am I going to say? All of that stuff. So I was like, hey, how are you going? Hey, I think we're the first two people here. Let's go get a drink. And we had a really great chat. I learned something new about this woman. Uh, we connected. And for the rest of the night, every person that I met, I consciously came from that place of loving kindness and had the best night ever because I wasn't coming from that egoic place of of the fear, fear. Yeah. of the fear. It was really interesting. I felt really calm. I had a really wonderful night. I got sat with people. There were six women around me I'd never met before. But my whole experience was one of just sitting here, taking it all in, breathing through it, connecting with women and and enjoying that experience, uh, learning about them and them learning about me. And at the end of the night, I went back up to my hotel room, you know, at the, at the place where we were staying. And I was like, that was such a wonderful experience. And it really highlighted to me that difference of coming from that fearful, egoic place to actually coming just from a loving,
1: soulful place and walking in thinking, actually, we're all the same. And when you're coming from ego, when you're interacting with other people, you're coming from a place of, I fear they're going to judge me, therefore, I'm judging them. And you close down the opportunity to have really insightful conversations you close down the opportunity to really be authentic and have a higher frequency because you're too in your head you're not actively listening to the other person you're not actively engaging in open communication because the white noise that's going on from ego in your head is oh, do they like what you're wearing? Do you look too fat? Is your hair out of place? Like, what does my lipstick look like? Maybe I'm an idiot. Maybe they think that I'm a twit and I shouldn't be here and I don't belong here. And then all of a sudden you'll find yourself projecting your fears and your judgment onto the people who you're talking to. And then that shuts you down even more from having open, authentic conversation. And so the more you're coming at it from an okay ego, you need to shush your mush (laughs) <laughs> whilst we go through this process, just stop nagging at me so I can just be present. And then when you're present, you're opening up space for love and truth to come through because truth comes through on the present. When your ego's nattering at you about past or future or, or freaking you out about what's going on right then, there's not the opportunity for growth and expansion because you're you're small.
0: And it's funny, I reckon there would be heaps of women like myself, you know, starting to walk down into a room. You know, it's, it's a fear of ours, isn't it, to walk into a room where there's a heap of people and you're not sure if you know anybody and what are you going to do? How yeah. are you going to walk into that room? Like it's a it's a big fear for people I, and I know I've certainly – especially when I was younger, would get real fear around walking into a women's networking group where maybe I'd never been before and am I going to know anybody? And you really do start to get all those really fearful thoughts. So it's very interesting. I'm going to say if you're listening to these Soul Sisters and you get those fears about walking into a room, and I d- I'm just using this as an example because I think it's one that we can probably all relate to yeah, and I've yeah. experienced myself It's like, okay, can you stop yourself and flip it and go, no, I'm just going to come and I'm going to walk in here and just assume the best of people, assume the best of myself and best of other people and come from
1: from that loving space and just see what happens. That's right. And it's a good opportunity for you to realize if you're feeling like that, there's the likelihood that 95% of that room is feeling exactly Mm -hmm. the same way. So if you can just like let go of your fear about what's everyone thinking about me because we're all feeling that way I mean that's even a good segue to a good conversation with people is I get social anxiety do you do you freak out when you come into these environments and then that gives the other person an opportunity either to bond with you from that place of let's have a good time together and then you know let's boost each other up or it gives the opportunity for the other person to say hey I don't feel like that anymore and this is what I do and you know you're safe. Want to fill your soul with more? Go to thesisterco.com
0: Bec, I have a question for you because this is something that I, I suppose, have been reflecting on in the last two weeks since the episode came out. Okay, are there times when it's good to come from your ego? And I suppose I was thinking about in business, quite often ego rises up and it might be because you're going into a meeting, you're doing negotiations, you're giving a presentation, and most of the time when you're in that situation, you would be coming from ego. Is, yeah. that, is, is, that, is that okay?
1: Or- so do you mean in terms of ego wanting to tell everybody how wonderful I am, this is what I've got, this is my work, how great is it, you need it, that kind of Yeah, thing? yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. Because when you think about it, if you're in business development or sales, you're trying to convince people to buy from you or to perceive you in a certain way. Can you do that in a soulful way, do you think?
1: Oh, you can absolutely do it in a soulful way. And now that especially women in the online space, business growing and the finances that are starting to flow through women in the online space, I know many women that have spiritual based businesses that are earning a good, decent few seven figures annually and they're not selling in that old way of marketing they're not coming in with that ego of i know what your pain is and i'm going to fix it and you need me because that's very egoic they're coming up from a place of this is my experience and this is how i've moved through it and i can help you too i can inspire you i'm going to serve you so rather than coming in like you have to have what i've got because it's the best ever you come from a place of this is coming from love and this is coming from spirit and this is coming from my soul. And you get to choose whether or not you want to live a life of inspiration and inspire others. I'm not going to push at your pain points and tell you that I'm the only one that can fix you because that's egoic. I'm going to come at you from I see where you're at and this is what I used to make my life better and so now I'm offering you the opportunity to have it as well. Yeah. Do you see the difference? Yeah,
0: I do. I do. But it's funny how we very easily, and again, I, I'm i going to use myself as an example. So I was triggered the other day. I was at Got Your Back Sister, which is the charity that I run. It helps women who've fled domestic violence, in case you don't know or haven't heard of it. Anyway, I have been cranky at our landlord for a long time now. Mm-hmm. Because the building is just getting more and more old, old, and the whole place needs to be rewired. We've had power outages. The we're constantly having to call the plumber, yeah, to to get the plumbing fixed because the toilet's blocked. Whenever it rains, the building floods. We've had a credenza now that's been ruined. We had to throw blankets out, and these just blankets for women who, yeah. you know, are, are struggling and and need help and support. And we've videoed it, sent videos of the flooding to the landlord he's come and had a look he knows about um all those building problems and does nothing about it but has put our rent up i just saw red and i'm like bang 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 on the keyboard yeah. <laughs> keyboard warrior yeah and god bless little joey he was sitting next to me and just <laughs> like you might 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 want to stop and reflect before you send that email mel <laughs> <laughs> She's so lovely. She is. I think she was coming from the soulful place, yeah, and I was yeah. just like
1: totally coming from that angry, angry fear. Angry yeah. fear place. When you're going to remove yourself from ego and then have a look at it from a higher perspective. So, for me, when you're telling me that I'm feeling his fear, I'm having financial trouble this building's a money pit i don't have the cash to put into fixing these things at the moment so if i increase their rent then i'll have the money to be able to fix those things so you're both coming at the situation from fear but if you come in it from a higher perspective and you have a look at okay this is his side of what's happening and this is my side of what's happening and then you tune into soul how would you have me react to this what should i do to and it's like intention setting in the morning okay i need to fix this situation with the building yeah we need to shift the energy around this and we need to shift how we're communicating around this and i need for him to be able to open up his soul and love to seeing what this building is used for and maybe he may be able to find the capital from somewhere or we may be able to do a fundraiser to find the capital to help him out and it could be a win-win situation so yeah. you sit in the morning okay ego park it yep yeah. I want my soul to guide me through this. And then you just listen. There are exercises that you can do to know more what the sound of your soul is like talking to you, as opposed to what your (laughs) ego is like talking to you.
0: So this is interesting because, yeah, this landlord, he seriously, I get fired up all the time during the COVIDs. When the government said to landlords, look, offer half rent, no rent or half rent. And I, I approached the landlord and said, look, could you offer that you know option to us to do no rent or half rent and he was like no you're paying full rent during that time so i kind of get i get really angry and worked up about that so that's interesting and i suppose it probably leads me into my next question what you were saying beck is like okay i now i know i'm coming from that egoic place or that fear-based place and
1: he obviously is too so how do you switch that like i just told you (laughs) You gotta sit and set set the intention. The best way to do is to exercise it. You need to get yourself into a state where you're putting yourself into the energy of what does my soul sound like? So there's this exercise called automatic writing. And what you need to do is to slow your system down first to be able to listen. So you really got to, you've got to ground your energy. Sitting outside in nature, barefoot, grounding your energy making sure that you're taking deep breaths because most of us shallow breathe mm, and yeah. we're not breathing properly and we're not conscious of our breathing so you do deep breathing and you sit outside and you get a journal and you just start to write you can ask yourself questions I give this to my clients all the time and I run a program to help people open up their own psychic abilities because we're all psychic how to tune into your soul voice how to tune into your body's voice and how to tune into your ego and so you ask questions of your body and you start to listen to where it's coming from your body will start to react in certain ways Places You'll feel it in your chest. You'll feel it in your gut. Your back may start communicating to you. Your shoulder might start hurting because it wants to tell you that you are carrying too much. You feel like you've got burden on you. And so you'll get shoulder pain. That right shoulder is the present and left is from childhood and past life. Okay, so I get constant shoulder neck pain. That's from you having this constant egoic thought of... I carry the weight of everybody around me. And so your body's trying to tell you, you need to flip the I totally thought process that. around that.
0: I totally do that. I know. <laughs> <laughs> do you know what? You're right. I, I feel the weight of carrying, and, and I don't mean this in a negative way because I do it because I believe in it. Yeah. But I do feel the weight of carrying the charity sometimes. And I, I since January, I've had constant right shoulder, right side of my neck. So that's
1: your body trying to communicate to you that you need to change your thought process around what's happening and you need to get more into the soul of it. Then your ego, for me and for the majority of my clients, ego's voice, it's from within, but it kind of feels like it's coming from your front left lobe. And it'll be nattering, white noise, constant crap at you. And none of it's feel good. all It's all based around... Self-validation, not feeling self-love, not feeling self-esteem, freaking out about what may or may not happen, scarcity, judgment, all of this shadow stuff will be egoic thought. And then your soul is like this slow, steady stream of It just feels safe and truthful. Ego doesn't feel safe and soul feels very safe. And so you've got to tune into the voice, the feeling, how does it feel when it's coming through? And the more you practice this, the more easily you can tune into soul quicker you can shut your ego down quicker Mm -hmm. and there's lots of exercises you can do around getting yourself into theta wave space from guided meditations binaural beats like specifically using sound and frequency to calm your ego down and allow soul to have a louder more constant voice in your head? Want to save your soul? Review us on
0: Apple Podcasts. Hey, sisters. What's on Newcastle is now the place to go to check out everything that's going on in the city of Newcastle. So, whether you're from out of town or Newcastle's hometown, What's On Newcastle will delight and entertain you. With a stack of the city's best entertainment options, be it theatre or sports or cinema or live music, all you need to do is just go to whatson.newcastle.newsouthwales.gov.au. I think the biggest thing that I have done is the catching yourself. So for me, it was catching myself and going, hang on, stop. I can feel myself getting worked up, anxious, fearful. Triggered. Angry, triggered at the landlord. (laughs) Worrying about the charity and making sure the team are okay and that our women are okay and that the organisation's okay.
1: And when you're in your head a lot like that, from ego, you're blind to the possibilities of... What else is there to help you, or what else you can pull in to make the situation better? Because you're you're tunnel focused on the fear based stuff, and you're missing opportunities outside of you that your soul's like trying to point out. Science, look here, look there, and yeah. and then ego will tell you, no, that's not true. You're just making, you know, you're just making it up.
0: Yeah, but you're not. Yeah. Well, when I caught myself up in Brisbane at that conference getting all fearful, I stopped, recognized that, and for a moment kind of sat on the edge of the bed and closed my eyes and just thought about love and my higher self. And and imagining higher Melissa, that that higher self, higher Melissa, what does that look like when she's coming from that loving space? And then I felt it.
1: That's right. Our soul's much wiser than ego. Our soul brings truth and wisdom and love. And if people sometimes still continue to struggle, then sometimes it's as easy as just putting your hands over your heart, deeply breathing and like centering your thoughts into your heart space and saying to your soul, please come through my words, come through my actions, and it will shift everything for the whole day and if you're listening to
0: this and you're going that's a whole heap of woo-woo crap <laughs> <laughs> I will say it absolutely does work because when I developed some awareness around that and I caught myself and could change that and it was sitting on the edge of the bed closing my eyes doing so doing it you know a few deep breaths and going no I'm, I'm connecting with higher Melissa my higher self my self coming from love and then you know thinking about that and feeling love and then I, I could feel the shift and all of
1: a sudden it was okay. Yeah. And there's a lot of studies around this yeah. now. There's a lot of people putting a lot of work in the quantum physics space, in neuropsychiatry space. There's a heart math Institute that's done a lot of research around this. So our soul communicates through our heart and our heart's actually our smartest organ.
0: So one thing I did read was that when we challenge our ego and that when we try and move out of ego and it becomes a bit threatened, it doesn't like it.
1: No, it'll have a little freak out because it feels like you're neglecting it. Well, Dolores Cannon, who's like she's passed away now, but she's done tons and tons of stuff on um, quantum healing hypnotherapy and had people under hypnosis who've talked about their soul and what happens when our human form dies and passes on. She calls it ego, Mr. Stupid. But ego is kind of like that fearful child that wants to feel safe all the time and just will keep you small because it's concerned that... If you're too visible, you're not safe. If you're doing too much in the loving space, you're not safe. You know, keep small, just judge people, keep comparing yourself, anything to keep you small and keep Getting you safe. Getting obsessed
0: with material things because you think that that's the answer.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And we're propaganda to, programmed our entire life to our ego. Everything that we're marketed to, especially in this Western world of capitalism, yeah. we're always like, you need this, your ego needs this, you need to look like this, you need to weigh this amount, and so you need this weight loss product, you need this clothes in order to fit in, you need this car, you need this Rolex, you need these designer brands, you need this, and our ego's fed constantly. And our soul's like, you don't need that. Yeah, you don't need that to be happy yeah you need to go within you need to find yourself you need good spiritual health that's where your happiness comes from it doesn't come from belongings yeah and one thing i have
0: learned is good spiritual health is really important
1: super important to to live that happy peaceful joyful life just like physical health just like mental health everyone like my husband's a bodybuilder you can quite obviously see the man goes to the gym five to six days a week. It's obvious. So people look at him and instead of saying, wow, how do you do that? It's a gift. they like, you must work out. And so when people are like, how do you do that? How do you do these psychic readings and know that? It's because I exercise it every single day it's just not as noticeable to you but it's spiritual health people like how can you be so grounded and have such good mental health practices people work on their mental health through mindfulness and meditation and getting out and you know exercising and stuff mind health you know mental health body health and like physical health spiritual health soul health it's It's all part of being a holistically healthy human being.
0: Okay, Beck. if people want to find out more around how to be more soulful, have good spiritual health and want to reach out to you, maybe look you up and check out the programs that
1: you run. Yeah, Um, which it's all being marketed through Facebook at the moment. Facebook's probably the easiest way to find me, which is Rebecca Gibson Psychic Medium, or my website is www.rebeccagibson.com.au. And I think I'm on Instagram as Rebecca Gibson, psychic comedian, also. Yeah.
0: And Beck is great at psychic reading. So I love I it. Highly, I highly recommend a reading with I Beck. I love it. I love it. Beautiful. Well, thank you so much for coming in and Thanks for having, having me. a chat, more chat about being soulful and um, moving away from our egoic selves. Yay. Yeah. Yay. Yay. Thanks, Soul Sister. Thank you. Thanks for listening to Hey Soul Sister with Mel Histon. What would help you on your crazy life journey?
1: Email melissa at thesisterco.com.
0: Today's episode of Hey Soul Sister podcast was brought to you by What's On Newcastle, the website from the City of Newcastle that gives you all the great information of the exciting things that are going on in our city. All you need to do is go to whatson.newcastle.nsw.gov.au.